evening, everyone, and welcome to another delicious round of Prospects After Dark. I am your host, I am Kyle Reese, uh, for what might be our last Prospects After Dark for just a short period of time. Uh, again, I'm not putting a timetable on how long it's going to be. I might end up doing it Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, uh, but as of right now, this will probably be our last Sunday Prospect After Dark for just a short, short period of time. Uh, to everyone who's coming in right now, Patrick B., not really, uh, Ready Grill, all of my pad people, I want to say hello. I love each and every one of you. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast here in the next day or so, uh, thank you again for tuning into this. Uh, this is our little Sunday extravaganza. You guys know how this works. We've got plenty to talk about. We have a four-game series where the Cardinals are down one to three. The Cardinals are one and three on the season after a four-game series in Milwaukee. Plenty to talk about there. Uh, Peoria is the first of the Cardinals' full-season affiliates to unleash their roster. And uh, I have a quick write-up on Birds on the Black. Check that out. Tell me what you think. Uh, somebody said, uh, Colonel Angus, I believe, said, uh, help, please help. Uh, we need more pad next week from I Can't Spell. Uh, Kyle, I love you. What's up, man? From Drake, man. Hello. Yeah, you know, we need help. Uh, the world is burning down around us. Our pets' heads are falling off. I'm going to take my hat off because I'm already worked up. Uh, why the hat from Jack and a bunch of numbers? I don't know. We were, uh, so the reason I'm running a little bit late is I've been in this fantasy baseball league now for about 16 years. I was trying to figure out the years. It might be 14 years, something like that. And we did our draft tonight and I just had the hat in my car and I put it on and here we are. A uh, great wide write up on Peoria. Thank you, Ionek. I appreciate that. Hi, Kyle. Christian Yella to my right. Uh, laugh out loud, Colonel Lingus. I couldn't help myself. Uh, yeah, how good is Christian Yelich? You know, I think that as Cardinal fans, we have the tendency to want to say, you know, let's figure out what's wrong with the Cardinals up until this point. Hey, hello, Randall Rhodes. Let's figure out what's wrong with the Cardinals up until this point. And for me, my takeaway of this four-game series is that there just might not be any stopping that Milwaukee lineup, especially that Milwaukee lineup in Milwaukee. Uh Again, the Cardinals needed some timely pitching that didn't come through. The starting pitching was atrocious until Michael Walker's great start today. Uh, there's a lot that needs to work. Chandler Hayes put, a bunch of, put up a bunch of avocados. Hello, Chandler. How are you? I have pools in my keeper league. Let Flaherty go back into the, the uh, bin to keep him. That's terrible. Hello, Christian. How are you? Thank you for reaching out, my friend. Uh, Yelich is on the juice, obviously. Uh, somebody said Dex can go now. Freaking card. Freaking card. Said, what's up, Car- Kyle? How are you, freaking cards? Yeah, so, you know, again... Uh, the bullpen faltered. I think that we see why Andrew Miller might have taken a little extra time to sign. Uh, I'm not all that worried about him, but I think we can understand now why there's some concern. Uh, I didn't see Ozuna misplay the ball in left field. We were doing our fantasy draft. It sounds awful, and it seems like bad news. Uh, call up. Uh, let's see. I was flipping back and forth with B-ball. Was the walk uh, was a walk to a Yelich and unintentional intentional? Uh, I didn't see it either. I know that I saw Yelich. Uh, end the game, and I couldn't believe that they were pitching to him. It didn't seem to make much sense to me. Uh, Mark Buck says, Kyle, you're the best. Mark, thank you so much. I know it's early, and 1-3 to three is not no big deal, but these strikeouts are ridiculous. No, from Isaac Hopper. And I understand that a lot of Cardinal fans are worried about the strikeouts. Uh, yeah, you know what? How about this? We know that putting the ball into play is better than striking out nearly any per- nearly any time. It's nothing that I'm quite worried about right now. I know, again, I know one and three is worrisome, especially going down one to three against a central division foe. It's hard to climb back from stuff like that, even this early in the season. They're going to be fine. Uh, what I see from the Cardinals this weekend is a team that struggled really much, uh, struggled greatly with its identity. Uh, I don't, you know, like 
Carpenter Goldschmidt at the top of the lineup worked out really well in a couple of different occasions. Paul Goldschmidt is everything that we hoped he would be. Uh, Matt Carpenter had a great weekend. He was great today. You know, Colton Wong, well, not a great weekend. He struggled up until today, looked really good today. Colton Wong looked good. But something just seems off with this team's identity. You know, I don't know if it's the DeYoung Ozuna thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's just the back of the lineup. Uh, Some of the coaching managerial issues I found very interesting. I'm sure we'll get into that tonight. Uh, But I, I, we're going to wait and find out. We're going to have to wait and find out. To me, the biggest issue, and again, the, the relief core blew it today, is, has been starting pitching. Michael Waka pitched great, and I just want to say over and over again how well he pitched. Uh, Rebby Grill says, is it too early to complain about Ozuna's fielding? Like, Ozuna's defense just seems plain bad. It is bad. I don't. The one thing I'll say is if we start complaining about Marcelo Ozuna's defense now, uh, it is backed up by his 2018 full of bad defensive plays. His arm looks strong enough. Uh, Fox Sports Midwest always cuts away when he goes to throw it. I'm pretty disappointed in that. But yeah, look, I think complaining about Marcelo Ozuna's defense is warranted uh, with what we saw compared to last year. Uh, James James goes boom says I already miss you. I miss you too. I'm more concerned with Ozuna from B Rad 770. Yeah, uh, Jeff Moore says what's up, Kyle? Hey Jeff. Uh, B Real says hashtag stand back and watch it burn. We are at about that stage already. Uh, let's see. Can we please run another lefty out of the pen from Jack and a bunch of numbers again? To me, that that question comes down to uh, you know who do you have? You know what I mean? Like it, is it is it Shreve and Webb? Uh, or, you know, is it Brett Cecil? I'm whatever. I just, uh, I want, uh, I don't want this. I, uh, oh God, hold on. My computer thing is flipping out. Oh my God. Um, I don't want to freak out just yet. Sorry, I missed the question. Uh, where's Randy? Oh yeah, so talking about left-handers, like, I don't just want there to be a lefty. I want there to be an effective lefty. And I don't think the Cardinals necessarily have that option. Chasing Shreve, you gotta add him back onto the 40 man. That's a disaster. Do you want him to call Tyler Webb up? I'm not opposed to that, but I would like for there to be an actual, uh, an actual answer to that question. Uh, Andrew Miller will be effective in time. He's not there just yet for whatever reason. Uh, how effective has always been the question since the day they signed him. We're just going to have to wait and find out. Uh, I'm not as bullish on Andrew Miller as most. I've been that way, but I think he's going to be fine. We're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, let's see. Man, we bet you. We, uh, his arm looked terrible that last play. I missed it. Uh, I'm lonely from B Sports 2193. Come sit on my lap. Uh, we should hit Bader ninth. I'd rather have him on first with Carp up than a pitcher. I agree, and there were a couple times where it seemed like that would have played out pretty well for the Cardinals uh, had they have flipped the eighth and the ninth place hitter, the pitcher to the eighth and the eighth to the ninth. But I got to tell you what, like I don't know if those, I don't know if that's going to happen very often. And I've, I, Harrison Bader is not doing a lot to prove that he deserves to be in the lineup just yet. We're only four games in. Let's not overreact. He'll be fine. He'll do his shit. But uh, let's let's not freak out about what's happening at the back of the lineup. Let's be excited about what Goldschmidt's doing. And then that middle part of the lineup is what we need to worry about. Uh, my buddy Dan Erkers, real fast, I want to raise my glass. Tonight we're finishing off our bottle of Knob Creek from last week. Uh, our, my buddy Dan Erkers has been a part of our fantasy league for almost its entire life. Uh, Dan is our new commissioner in the fantasy league I've been doing for like 14 years. Uh, the Mike Miner Invitational. I raise my glass to Dan Erkers and all of those Hoosiers. Uh, Cucky the Dwarf. Uh, uh, Dan Kwani. Nate Powers. Uh, uh, Chris Opelt. Uh, his little brother Matt, who I knew. Um, all of those Hoosiers, Horvat, Vashon, uh, the other Kyle. I raise my glass to all those guys. We've been doing it forever. I love you guys. I feel privileged to be a part of it with you. Uh, Chandler Hayes says, Xander Bogarts, uh, John Roy too. Love that John Roy. 
uh, worth seven years, $132 million. In this market, yeah, and good for the Red Sox for clinching them early. It makes me wonder what's going to happen with Mookie Betts even more. Uh, where's Randy Choate? Probably doing two chicks at one time. Uh, Will Smith is still a giant. Yeah, that's a disaster. If I'm the Cardinals, I'm knocking on their door really hard and giving them pretty much whatever they want. Uh, if we would have started the season off against the Pirates, we wouldn't be all flipped out. Or if they would have had a four-game series against the Giants and gone one and three, we would probably be flipping out more than we already are. Uh, Ozuna has a strong arm. You didn't see the throw. No, no, hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me clarify because I did a poor job of clarifying what I was saying about Ozuna. As compared to what I expected Marcelo Zuna's arm to look like at the start of the season, it's stronger. It looks stronger to me than what it was last year. And you're right. I didn't see that last throw today. I don't know if he threw it flat-footed or what happened there. I'm sure it was terrible. I don't doubt it. But I'll say that on average, what we have seen so far this season has been better than anything we saw last year. That's the only point I was trying to make. It needs to get stronger. If it doesn't get any better than what we've seen, uh, it's going to continue to be an issue. If anything, the lesson we need to take from this is when you get into a game late with the outfielders that the Cardinals have on the 25-man roster, whether that be Tyler O'Neill or Drew Robinson or Jairo Munoz, uh, maybe even Carlos Martin, or uh, Jose Martinez, it might make sense to make a defensive substitution to get Ozuna out of there. It, that's probably what they should be doing anyways with that compromised arm. Uh, that's what I was trying to say. His arm is not strong, but it looks better than what it's looked like all last year. Uh, I'd rather see Jose because he looks like he's actually trying. Uh, must have went off before he bounced. Oof. Uh, Spaghetti Jones, sup, dog? Uh, Jack and a bunch of numbers says Gomber. I want to see what the Cardinals plan on doing with Gomber. I'm anxious to see what happens when he goes down to Memphis. Uh, getting a little time starting or whatever. I'm going to get a drink of beer too real fast. Hold on. Uh, yeah, maybe Gomber. Maybe it could be him. I know that he's always been kind of a reverse splits guys and lefties have hit him. I want Gomber to spend time at AAA before he comes back up to the majors working on that slider. Uh, Red uh, Garrity says, Christ, could you imagine if we had Yelich and Goldie versus Blozuna and Goldie? Can you imagine if we had Bryce Harper and Paul Goldschmidt? That's where I've been all weekend. You know, uh, we were t $25 million a year for Bryce Harper. And sure, it's 13 years, whatever. But... You know, I keep comparing the Cardinals lineup to, like, what would happen in 04 or 06, right? You're never going to have another Albert Pools. But imagine if you had a lineup that had the modern-day version of Scott Rowland, which in my mind is Paul Goldschmidt, and then something similar to what Jim Edmonds was offensively. In my mind, that's kind of what Bryce Harper is. The Cardinals don't have that. They have Scott Rowland from that era, and then they have Marcelo Zuna from this era, and then Matt Carpenter, who's a beast leading off. But they don't have, like, a really, uh, uh, a really great, strong nucleus of hitters. And sure, Yelich would have been way better than Ozuna. But the guys who were there, DeYoung, uh, Ozuna, uh, Yachty, Wong, you know, uh, Vader, they all have a bunch of questions. There's nothing set in stone. And there's no doubt about it that the Cardinals could have afforded, they could have afforded it. And I know it's a large chunk of their payroll and all of that stuff. But to me, that'll be what I keep going back to. None of us doubted how good Paul Goldschmidt was. I know that there's a thing with Mark Saxon and uh, The Athletic and then the STL Post-Dispatch. Like, none of us doubted how good Paul Goldschmidt was. What we doubted is the Cardinals and how good they were uh, without adding something in addition to Paul Goldschmidt. That's, I think that's where I'm at. What about bringing back and finding Arthur Rhodes? Uh, I, I imagine Arthur Rhodes is also banging two chicks at one time. I at least take some solace in seeing the Cubs blow two games over the weekend. Yeah, you know, the, the New York Yankees are 1-2 and two, uh, against the Baltimore Orioles this weekend. Imagine being uh, the New York fan base right now. Uh, Cubs losing in Texas is glorious. Uh, Harrison Bader is still the fourth outfielder. Maybe 
It seems like it this weekend. Uh, yeah, we're going to hope that he bunts for a bunch of hits this season. Uh, no one wanted Ozuna to throw that. Again, I missed it. I wish I, I wish I had seen it. Uh, what up, Jay Ferg? What up, Jay Ferg? How are you, my friend? I love you, buddy. Uh, Kyle, Steve Smith, and Dan Reams love you from Smitty Teacher. To my good friend Dan Smith. Uh, Dan Smith. You guys are married now. To my good friend uh, Steve Smith and Dan Remish. Uh, real last name is Reams. I raise my glass to you. Reams, I haven't seen you in forever, buddy. I hope everything's going well with you and Stephanie. And you know, Smithy, I love you, baby. How about Luke Weaver's home run today? Uh, skinny dude raking. Look, I love pitchers raking. It's one of my favorite things on earth. Uh, again, we asked about the Chandler, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Dex has had some great at-bats and got on base the series. I think he is fine. From day job, Josh. It depends on what your definition of fine is. Like, he's taking good at-bats. He hit the ball 111 miles off his bat that single the other night. That's a positive. Uh, but he still struck out in some really, really key positions that cost the Cardinals some serious runs. And one thing you're going to want to keep an eye on is when there are base runners on, he looks like he's taking some pretty heavy, deep breaths uh, in the batter's box. When he steps out, he's taking a deep breath. When he's coming in, he's taking a, a deep breath. Like, you can tell that he's trying really hard to keep himself calm. That's not a thing about his like mental state or anything like that. But you can tell that he is really, really excited, and I'm anxious to see, like, once that, like, early excitement goes away and that pressure kind of sneaks off, uh, what it looks like for, for, for uh, uh, Dexter Fowler. We're just going to have to wait and see. Patrick B. asked, where will Wander Franco uh, start? Big-time prospect. I think he's still a teenager, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you know... It's not beyond that organization to get aggressive with their hitting prospects. You know, they, they're usually kind of weird with their starting pitchers. Uh, I'll say that he starts at their, like, their A+. I'll say that. Why not? Uh, I wish Bader was what a lot of fans wanted him to be from Wildcat24, our good friend Wildcat24. I'm going to raise my glass to you. Yeah, you know, I think the thing I will say that the fans who love Harrison Bader and get like crazy about him, they love him for the reasons of what he is exactly, right? He's a hustler. He's a great fielder with a strong arm who does all the little things that you would want. It's just that he strikes out a lot. And that's like the one thing that that group of fans that love that guy tend to forget. Uh, you know, he's taking some bad at bats. Looks pretty uncomfortable to me, but I don't know if we know what Harrison Bader is yet. I don't know if it's right to say that uh, he's a starter or if he's a fourth outfielder. Uh, he he earned the opportunity last year to be the everyday center fielder, and uh, he's going to have to lose it, unfortunately. Well, not even unfortunately. That's not fair to him. Uh, he's going to have to lose it, and he's earned it. It's just a matter of like what happens and how quick the hook is pulled. Uh, Patrick B, love you, buddy. Uh, let's be honest, though. The Brewers at home are dangerous, frustratingly dangerous for Mark Buck. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, that team is uniquely designed to rake in that stadium. Uniquely designed to rake in that stadium. Uh, hello, Carly. How are you? God, I love when they, you guys take screenshots of me and uh, I put them on there. I love that so much. Um, it, Milwaukee's good. That offense is good. They're pitching to just enough. And sure, they're pitching also helped offensively, which is going to be a problem moving forward. But, you know... One step at a time. Uh, the last throw by Ozuna was shit. Uh, are the Brewers really this good, or does our pitching just suck? I, uh, Resinetto won. I don't think it's either, right? I think it's just opening weekend. It's a lot of luck of the draw. I do think that the Brewers lineup is very, very good. I don't think our pitchers are necessarily that bad. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see. You know, the bullpen has always been an issue, and it's been awesome to see Dominic Leone and Mike Myers. And, you know, Alex Reyes, even though he got into a little trouble, like, it's good to see the middle guys, the guys that you might have been a little bit more worried about, uh, uh, struggle, or perform, rather, and then the back half struggle, you know, like, 
it was a rough a rough go for Jordan Hicks. Uh, again, he'll be fine. I'm not worried about it. Andrew Miller, I'm worried about. We're going to have to wait and see. But the Cardinals are going to need their big arms to step up moving forward. Uh, the, the next game is a big start for Adam Wainwright. The Cardinals need to get on a good get off to a good start against Pittsburgh, uh, and they need Adam Wainwright to push them. Uh, there weren't throwing out Kane regardless. Probably not. Uh, what up, y'all? From Hex. What's up, Hex? Do you agree with Fowler at bat looking good these first couple of games from Drake Man? He's taking... Okay, so that's such a generic term. Is he having good at bats? He's taking a lot of pitches. Uh, he's not chasing. I like that. But again, he's had a couple of bats that are frustrating to me. Uh, that first game, you know, popping balls up on the infield, that's an issue. Uh, he is taking a lot of pitches, which is good. Good for him. But, you know, he had that one one little bit of hard contact at 111 miles an hour off the bat for a single. That was good. Uh, but he's also struck out in some key at-bats. I think that he's taking a lot of pitches, and that's good, but the rest of it still needs to come. Did Ozuna have a cannon when he won the gold glove? Didn't watch him before we traded for him. From Edwin Pavisic. Uh, Edwin, so he had a good arm. He had a solid arm. You know, I wouldn't call it, like, plus. It would flash above average pretty regularly. Uh, it was strong, but it's something different now. But also, this gives us a springboard to say what we've been saying since the beginning of Prospects After Dark, and it's that don't invest much into the gold glove. Look, I, I understand that for years and years it's been the benchmark for how we value uh, somebody's ability to play defense out in the field. Ignore it because it's a farce. Sometimes it's tied into Rawlings endorsements. Uh, sometimes it's tied into how somebody does offensively. Look at the Fielding Bible Awards. Uh, the, the Fielding Bible Awards mean more to me, and I think it's something that we should invest as fans more time into. Uh, he probably shouldn't have won the Gold Glove when he won the Gold Glove, but he's he was a better outfielder than he's shown here with the Cardinals. Uh, Martinez, Hook, less serious question, but who do you think ripped one in the dugout? Oh, that was Martinez, no doubt about it. Uh, the double switch Jose out instead of Ozuna, shake my head, that's bad. I agree, not really. Can we talk about how awesome Drew Robinson is in the dugout, though, for Mark Buck? Yeah, yeah you talk about a guy who's enjoying being on the 25-man roster. Uh, it's almost like he knows that maybe he shouldn't be there, and he's just trying to do everything he can to get attention. Uh, but that's good. It's fun. Like It, it seems lighthearted. Uh, he had a somewhat mediocre at-bat today. Uh, you're not going to see much of him. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. But, yeah, it's fun to watch him jump up and down and do that little celebration when the Cardinals hit a home run. Our good friend Shilton Mysterio says, could O'Neal be the starting center fielder by the end of the season? Could he be? Yeah, I definitely think that there's a chance. Uh, I Again, I'm anxious to see how this outfield situation goes. I think Mr. Schultz done an okay job so far of getting Jose Martinez in and Tyler O'Neill. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do moving forward. Uh, you know, we're, you guys know where I stand on this. I, I think Dexter Fowler and Harrison Bader have to have a short hook, a short shelf life, if neither of them are producing. And I also think that the same thing should be said for Marcelo Zuna. Uh, with Jose Martinez as an option and Tyler O'Neill as an option... Uh, they need to play if those other guys aren't going to perform. That's what we've been saying. That's what we've been saying since before the season started. It's what we've been saying since before spring training started. We're sticking with that, but we're not saying that as a result of how the season has started. We're not in the panic mode yet. Uh, those guys, they, they deserve more than a four-game series in Milwaukee to judge, uh, to make that judgment on just yet. Give it a couple weeks and we'll see where we're at. Uh, Yelich weighs 124 pounds and looks like Pete Davidson. There's no reason he's this good at baseball. He's this good at baseball because it shows you how good uh, eye-to-hand coordination is or hand-to-eye coordination is. Uh, he's athletic. It goes to show you that when you barrel a baseball, a lot of things can happen. When you have the mind for the sport, a lot of things can happen. He's tall, he's lanky, but he's strong as shit, too. Uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm excited about Christian Yelich. I hate that he's gonna victimize the Cardinals all year, uh, and for years to come, but as a baseball fan, he's fun to watch. 
Uh, Wildcat says, sup Kyle, first time padding in a while. I know, we love having you aboard. It's not the same without you. The Brewers are good, and they were at home. The sky isn't falling. On to the next. From Goat Yachty, I agree. Uh, Nicole uh, LMSW says, hey, hello, Nicole. How are you? Uh, if Fowler is going to play, it makes no sense to bat him six. A waste of OBP, in my opinion. From Cards Rep 7. Uh, let's wait and see how the week pans out, right? Now, if we're talking about, I don't, let me rephrase this. To start the year, I don't have a problem with Dexter Fowler hitting sixth, right? We didn't know. You don't know. Like, you hope that he'd be an OBP monster. You hope that he would take big at-bats. But you didn't know it was going to happen. And you had nothing to go off of really with spring. So with that first series, hitting him sixth, I understand that. Let it, let it play out. Take a little pressure off of him at the top of the lineup. Let him get into a groove. Uh, what I will say is if in a week he's getting on base 400 or 40% of the time uh, and they're, he's not hitting at the top of the lineup, then he's wasting away. Uh, the Brewers have some good lefty hitting. God, they do. Ask Dakota Hudson. Cardinals were cowards and didn't sign Harper from Shelton Mysterio. Uh, look, I agree with that. I, I, coward is a tough word. It's a strong word. Uh, that's not fair to the Cardinals front office. Uh, but they definitely lack the, uh, the intestinal fortitude or the testicular fortitude, in the words of one of those WWF guys back in the day, uh, to do it. Prior to Ozuna's injury, his arm was fantastic. Hopefully he can get back there. We'll see. Fair point. Uh, Harper and Goldie kill me. That's right. Uh, why do the cards sort of ignore the clearly uh, right, righty heaviness? I don't know. You know, I, again, I think that there are some very some very interesting managerial decisions that were made in this first weekend that would have gotten Mike Matheny absolutely exploded uh, if he were the one making them. But we kind of hit underneath the cover since Mike Schilt's making them. And it breaks my heart because I love Mike Schilt. Uh, Nipsey Hustle is dead. Uh, there's no effort to change it. Uh, Kyle, please let the plaid break be short from T. Uh, Shell, I believe. So, uh, again, just to kind of go over the, uh, the prospects after dark break we're going to take, it's going to be very short. It might only be a week. It might be two weeks. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm going to want to talk. I'm going to want to share what's on my mind. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. I, I have a busy week ahead of me. And then I'm, I have a work-related duty thing uh, the week after, and there's probably going to be some serious flooding here in the St. Louis area. So I'm not even sure if I'm going to be able to do it. Uh, but I promise you, once I get a little break, so that I can just sit back and watch some minor league baseball starting on Thursday, uh, give me a week of watching that, and then we'll see what happens. Uh, Wong played well this weekend. Wong played well, I thought. You know, DeYoung had some bad moments, but he had some good moments, just like you would expect out of Paul DeYoung. Uh, you can't be upset with what Dexter Fowler did. Uh, I thought Yachty was fantastic. He, Yachty was Yachty. And, of course, Goldschmidt and Carpenter kind of held their own. Carpenter had a rough couple games and played well today. But, yeah, Goldie and uh, Wong were the headlines of the weekend. Uh, how how the season will go, suck at beginning, then win 70 games, but blame it on Schilt and fire him from jacking a bunch of numbers. Kyle, are we worried that Rendon actually signs an extension? That's a very good question, Graham. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I think now... Uh, the, the Bogarts extension is a good outline for what it would take to get Rendon, in my opinion, for the Nationals. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. I, like we mentioned, the one thing about Rendon now is with all of these players signing extensions, it gives him a chance to be like the premier free agent on the market. Uh, that's, that's really interesting. You know, you, you eliminate some of the big-time free agents, and then you have like one guy. It might actually drive up his market. That might be the only way to drive up the market in these circumstances. Uh, I'm still lonely. Don't be lonely, B-Sports. Come, come hither to St. Louis. You can be a part of me. Is Wong starting part of result of feeling freed from Matheny, from Edwin Pavisic? That could very well be. You know, one thing that Colton Wong has said, and Danny McLaughlin has told you on the broadcast every second that he gets, is that Wong has been vocal about saying he'd run through a wall for Mike Schilt. He feels comfortable with Mike Schilt. I don't doubt it. 
Uh, to me, while it, it might be an, the way to adjust the narrative to say it's because Mike Matheny's not there, the way that I look at the, the, the narrative is that Colton Wong is just comfortable. Uh, and maybe Matheny had something to do with that, but I do think that that's part of the reason for the start. Uh, cards have a huge bankroll and are going to continue to sit on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, it goes... It, they're not necessarily sitting on it, but they could definitely afford another $25 million for a star player. A surprise to see Montero starting in double-A. No, from Be Real underscore five. I am not at all. I'm really excited about it. I haven't seen the roster yet. I've been busy all day. But I think that's where we thought uh, 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 Liras was going to start. Uh, don't love DeYoung at third, but doesn't, but don't know who else really belongs there. I, I'll tell you what I would like in this first week. I would like Ozuna and DeYoung to switch. I would like Ozuna to hit three and DeYoung to hit four. Start there and start making small adjustments. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Card yeah says, yo, what's up? What's up, Card yeah? Uh, Corn Lungest, Colonel Langus, think there's an element of getting it out of their system. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't necessarily know what we're talking about. I know we're a little bit behind, but yeah, definitely. Sandy Alcantara threw a great game today. He did. I'll tip my cap to Sandy Alcantara. I'll also tip my hat to our good friend, uh, our good friend, Craig Mish, who was very bullish on Sandy Alcantara, thought he was ready to break out, and he had a good first start, and hopefully it continues for him. Again, to my good friend, Jay Ferg, I say, what up, Jay Ferg? How are you, bud? Uh, isn't the middle finger the international peace sign, symbol? Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, 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 that's a Rick and Morty skit, though. Fuck you. It's like saying thank you or peace, whatever. Hey, hey, what's up, Kiefer Dean Richo? Roach. What up, Kiefer? Uh, what up, duders? Hope everyone's staying sane after this rough weekend. Yeah. Remember, the good thing about our little pad community is that we're usually pretty level-headed, and we don't react in an over-aggressive manner when things like this happen. Look, we are very concerned at the start that the Cardinals got off to. Uh, we're not ready to jump off the ledge just yet, uh, but we're going to air our grievances, and we're going to find ways to make the team better, even though we have no sway in it. Uh, would Munoz be the guy to go down for another arm for Moondog24? Moon Dog for me, it'd be Drew Robinson. Uh, this is a 500 team from John Greco. Right now, it's a below 500 team. It's a sub-500 team. I still think it's an above 500 team. Uh, I just think they got outclassed this weekend. Raise your hand if you're glad Kentucky lost today from Mark Buck. I don't really have a feeling one way or the other. I'm more excited that Duke lost. Uh, Bader is way overhyped. Uh, yeah, look, there's a lot of hype that comes with Harrison Bader. The Cardinals didn't necessarily do themselves uh, any favors. Uh, and he, the Cardinals didn't do him any favors by shoving him in front of our face and parading him out like he's a model. Uh, that definitely helps drive the hype train there. Josh Hader is absolutely filthy. Teams better hope that they have a lead after seventh inning. That is another thing from Travis Janik to take away from this weekend. Uh, as our good friend Pat Beast put out on Twitter, the spin rate on Hader's fastball is about 300 RPMs higher than what it was last year, and it looks filthy and unhittable, and that's the point. That's the point. Like, as good as that offense is, Hader looks almost unhittable. And when it, all he has to do is throw nine straight fastballs to strike out three guys, and sure, maybe those guys are susceptible to striking out. Munoz less than O'Neill and Fowler, but when all he has to do is throw fastballs, uh, you're vulnerable. He's amazing. 81 and 81, says John Greco. Again, I still think it's an 86, 88 win team, but we're going to find out. Uh, how cringy was the Harper bow to hype up Philly? I didn't see that. Ha! <laughs> uh, if Ozuna continues to struggle, no, it's early, but does O'Neill slide to left to start more? My guess, Ben Mazzara, to answer your question, is that Jose Martinez would, if Ozuna struggles, we'll see. I still think, I still think you're talking about an April where Harrison Bader, Dexter Fowler, and Marcelo Ozuna are your primary outfielders with Martinez and O'Neill subbing in and out somewhat randomly, somewhat slowly. Uh, but I would think that if any of those three struggle, O'Neill and Martinez with maybe Martinez giving, getting a nod in the corners and O'Neill getting a nod in center, 
that would be the Cardinals need they need to be quick about it. They need to be quick about it. Uh, let's see. Sorry, I gotta scroll ahead pretty quick, fam. Uh, you can't reach wins and loss till Memorial Day. Uh, you can't react to wins and loss until Memorial Day from Silver Blackjack. I wouldn't say Memorial Day, right? Because that's the end of May. And in the past, the Cardinals have waited until about the first week of June to be reactionary with the roster. Uh, they, they followed that old adage. And I don't, I don't agree with it. Like, I don't disagree with it necessarily, but I definitely don't agree with it. I think, I think you, you evaluate April. You see how the wins are, and you go from there, uh, uh, and then then you adjust. And then maybe for the month of May, you make an adjustment at the end of May, depending on the wins and losses. Real fast, our good friend, Craig Mish, who we were just bowing to as he predicted a great start by Sandy Alcantara. Uh, maybe a breakout season. I raise my glass to our good friend, Craig Mish. Uh, thank you, sir, for being in here as always. Uh, Wayne Wright goes three innings tomorrow over or under. I'll say over. A Waka look good. That's a plus from John Greco. That's definitely something I would very much like for everyone to take from today's start. Uh, it'll get lost because the bullpen struggled. But, uh, man, you cannot have enough good Michael Waka. They need it, especially with the way that this weekend went with their starters. Uh, let's see. Uh, train Ozuna. Who plays center field first? Fowler, O'Neill, or Munoz? Uh, well, O'Neill. O'Neill's already done it. I'll say O'Neill. Uh, Wong for leadoff. I think that the Cardinals would be very smart, as we've talked about nonstop here on Prospects After Dark and on the Two Birds on a Bat podcast. The Cardinals would be smart to adjust their lineup very aggressively to get the good hitters, the guys who are streaking well, who are hitting well, as many at-bats as possible. I like, and it'll go against conventional wisdom right now, why Colton Wong is hitting. I like him hitting second between Goldschmidt and Carpenter. Uh, that's what I would like. I'd like to see that until Colton Wong stops getting on base and stops taking good at-bats. Uh, but we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, I'm going to skip ahead pretty far, guys. Sorry about this. Uh, strikeouts are part of the game, of course. Any concern about the amount of this series? Yeah, look, the the, the amount, the sheer amount of strikeouts, it was high. Uh, and especially the sheer amount of strikeouts against guys who aren't necessarily known for striking out a ton of hitters. But look, Hayter was world-class on Saturday night. And whether we want to admit it or not, Corbin Burns, that that late cut on his cutter, and then the way that his four-seam was just railing, uh, the, those first three innings, he was unhittable. The the late life on that cutter was unhittable. Paired with that four-seam, he was just unhittable. Uh, and then he wore down, and we got to it. The Cardinals got to him a little bit. That was a positive. Uh, I do think, by and large, we should be a little concerned about the strikeouts, but not as concerned as a lot of people maybe are projecting. Uh, it's got to get better, though. I have more confidence with my grandma at the plate than I do with Fowler. Uh, we get blown up in Pittsburgh. Will we be taking over for Schilt to the home opener? Oof, that'd be something. Uh, you said duty. I say duty and poo and all kinds of stuff. Thoughts on Michaelis Velo being down a mile per hour? I don't have much of a thought about it being down one mile per hour, and I know that that's a lot in the grand scheme of things, but I also don't want to evaluate. Uh, I don't want to get too excited about velocity in the first start. If it's a trend that continues for a couple starts, you know, we get to start three and it's still down one full mile an hour, then let's talk about it. Uh, but I'm not there worried about it just yet. Uh, we'll see. It's definitely something worth keeping an eye on, Pat B. Uh, are the Cardinals going to put all the eggs in the Bader O'Neill basket like they did with Gritch and Piscotti from Isaac Hopper? Uh, there's a chance. There's a very good chance that it could end up happening. I don't think it's going to be exactly like that. Uh, remember, Piscotti was a little something different. Piscotti bust on the scene, and he was a guy who earned uh, the lineup fixture. He looked like he was going to be an offensive juggernaut. Kind of same thing happened with Grichik. We haven't seen that with O'Neill yet, and we haven't seen that with Bader yet. Uh, Bader's a better fielder than Grichik, Piscotti, and O'Neill, and that gives him a leg up. But I do think the Cardinals 
uh, any time that they have a a player that they can control that could you know that they have cost control over that they can incorporate into their lineup they're going to be very aggressive about keeping those guys in the lineup for as long as possible uh i think that there's a lesson to learn there with Harrison Bader in particular i think that the cardinals would do well to get Tyler O'Neill at bats before they to find that out uh, but i don't think like if either of them struggle this year uh that you know, say that they both struggle this year, I don't think they'll go into next year saying these guys are our starters. I think that they'll adjust. But if those two guys have mediocre, like, swimming seasons, uh, then anything could happen at that point. But yes, uh, it's kind of the Cardinals' MO when they finally get a player to the major leagues to maybe hold on to them a little bit longer than they need to when they're in their early 20s, not when they're a 30 year old outfielder who they're going to, uh, uh, do pad live from your job. If jacking a bunch of numbers, that'd be a disaster. Name that movie. I would love to. You're already uh, irritating the shit out of me, but I can't look away from Cardinals. Yeah. Look, I am super, super irritating. Uh, surprise Gant is getting this much play this early. Would like to, uh, would like to Brebbia more. Yeah, look, I'm all about John Brebbia. Uh, you guys know me. I've been clamoring for John Brebbia. I think that one of the big, like, misfires of this offseason, like, uh, the spring training was the chance that John Brebbia wouldn't make the 25 man roster, which would have been a disaster. Yeah, look, I, I said, uh, if you're not gonna use Andrew Miller in the fire stopper mode, if Jordan Hicks is gonna be your closer, then John Brebbia is perfectly suited for that. He's a better pitcher than he's given credit for. And yeah, I think so. I, I don't know how John Gant did today. I'm sorry about that, folks. I didn't get to see it. Um, but John Gant has also been impressive. Uh, the Cardinals would do themselves well to find out exactly what they have out of John Gant from a relief role early on. So I'm not all that upset about it. Uh, let's see. God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go way ahead, guys. I'm sorry about that. Uh, why not O'Neill in left field late in today's game from APL four three eight four? That's a great question. That's hopefully somebody asked Mr. Schilt. Uh, again, one thing that we learned at the end of last year in September is that they need to get Ozuna out of there late in games. They can't have Jose Martinez in there and they can't have Ozuna. Although at this point I would take Ozuna in left, or I would take Jose Martinez in left over Marcelo Ozuna late in the game. Uh, again, that's something that you would have to ask, uh, uh, Mr. Schilt. I would suggest that Yairo, J-Mart, uh, Drew Robinson and Tyler O'Neill are all good defensive options late in games and the Cardinals need to be aggressive about making that move. Uh, let's see. Agreed on Wong hitting second. He's playing like a dude. He is definitely playing like a dude, Smith Conrad. Uh, my cousin Charlie says Wong's a head case. Leave him where he is and be glad for what you got you from him. Don't call him a head case. You're better than that. Uh, I would try hitting Wong third. Uh, I will see. Uh, Josh says you're a head case. I agree. Are the Cardinals going to put all their eggs in one basket with Bader? Uh, I'm a Trump hater. Do you blame me? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Wainwright's earn run tomorrow over under four. I'll say a push at four. I'll say Wayno goes five innings, lets up four runs. Uh, our good friend, uh, could you see the Cardinals trading for a reliever uh, down the line? Absolutely. Our good friend Craig Mitch says, Brewers played out of this world this weekend. It happens. Nothing to worry about. I agree, Mr. Mish. Again, you take the little lessons, right? You get excited about the way that Colton Wong played. He played amazing. Uh, there's some defensive issues that the Cardinals could clean up, that they could work on. Mr. Mish, I know that you love Marcelo Zuno, but he was definitely a defensive liability uh, this series out in the outfield. That's something that we would love to see change. I would love to see change. Uh, again, let him play seven innings and then get him out for one of one of the other defensive options. Something like that. Uh, I thought DeYoung played a good shortstop. I thought Goldschmidt played a good first base, but would also did some weird things over there. Matt Carpenter is okay over at third. Uh, it's all about learning. Again, the, the Brewers played out of their minds. That's a great point, Mr. Mesh. But let's, let's also learn from some of the mistakes that we've seen. Uh, again, let's get into Pittsburgh. Let's see what it looks like. Let's get through the first home series this coming weekend, and we'll see what it looks like and adjust from there. 
Uh, I feel like Dylan Carlson will be in the outfield in a couple of years from Mark Buck. I think the Cardinals would agree with you. Uh, Dylan Carlson impressed the brass. He impressed the coaching staff. Uh, I think when it's all said and done, you're talking about in, you know, we get to like May or June of this year. We're talking about a two years away from a Dylan Carlson debut. Not sure what's better, MLB opening weekend or the Sam Adams summer ale is out. Ooh, I'm going to go MLB opening weekend. Chris Paddock is one special talent. Would you agree from Drake? Man, yeah, I drafted Chris Paddock in our little draft this year. Uh, I will say that what I like most about Chris Paddock is that he's kind of a wild card. Uh, he seemed like the Lance Lynn type to me, but with better stuff. I think he's going to be a very good pitcher. It might not happen right off the bat. Uh, he had a great start today against San Francisco. Uh, just like with anybody else, he's going to struggle in Colorado and against the Dodgers and maybe even against Colorado when they're playing in San Diego. Uh, but he has a bright future ahead of him. Goldie over under on his projected 162 home runs. That's an easy over. I don't even know how you could even get, even you know, imagine. Uh, who is an AA starting rotation? I'm not 100% sure yet. Look, if I have my guess, it's Evan Kuczynski, uh, Casey Meisner, and then after that, I really don't know. Uh, I've been told to be very, very cautious about where I'm projecting people to go uh, after what we've seen in Peoria, uh, especially especially starting pitchers. I'm just going to say that. Uh, just just wait. Just wait is all I'm going to say. And unless they unre- unless they unveiled the roster today and I didn't get to see it, I apologize. Uh, I just don't want to I don't want to throw some things out there because I know some stuff and I don't I don't want to speak out of turn. Uh well, who, while will win the peanut this year? I don't know. Uh why can't Mustakas chew with his mouth closed? Uh because he's a Neanderthal. Uh where we are an amazing catch and a bad pitch from potentially winning three or four this weekend. Breathe from Endoyle one seven seven. I think that's uh that's good. Uh, how did the blue jersey look from Edwin Edwin Pavisic? Uh, Pavisic Edwin. I'm not a big fan of the blues. Uh, people seem to love him. I'm not a big fan to each their own. Of those extra, our good friend Intern Maddie. Hello, Intern Maddie. I raise my glass. Of those extra outfield options, uh, uh, Tyler O'Neill, J-Mart, and Drew Robinson, and Munoz, who has the best arm? Well, from the infield, Jairo Munoz had the best arm and maybe the organization. Uh, so it'd be hard to argue him. There was a time when J-Mart was a young man when he had uh, an absolute cannon of an arm. Uh, Tyler O'Neill's arm is really good. I would, you know, and the Cardinals love Drew Robinson's arm. If I had to choose, Jairo Munoz would be my guess. Um, Musakis looks like a guy who would jump on a folding table after eight natty lights and a vape. Uh, that's a great description, Kiefer Dean Roach. Uh, you nailed it. Let's not forget we were a robbed home run away from tying the game opening day. That's a really good point. Tying, uh, which, you know, would have sent it to overtime or to extra innings rather. And, uh, anything could have happened at that point. Uh, but again, it's not a win and they didn't win. And Lorenzo Cain robbed that home run and it was beautiful. Kyle, I, uh, particularly was impressed with Carpenter's arm. Huge improvement. Yeah, it's still not very good. It's still not like a plus arm, but it's getting the job done. He seems to have changed his throwing mechanic. Uh, he dove for a ball to his right today, and it would have stopped uh, a single from becoming a double, but there's no way he would have been able to dive and still throw the runner out at first. Uh, those are the, like the little things you compromise with Matt Carpenter over at third. But yeah, it hasn't been bad. Uh, Ozuna used to climb the Marlins wall in left field and steal home runs. It's sad to see what's happened with Ozuna. Do you think Mick Hager will have a comeback? I don't know anything, Pedro half-brother, about uh, Mick Hager. I don't know who that is. Cardinals are playing good baseball, making silly mistakes. Uh, you know, I don't know if there was necessarily a ton of, like, 
Again, today with Ozuna, I'm staying out of, I'm leaving, I'm, I'm not even addressing. I, I didn't see them. I apologize for that to the audience. Uh, so I'm not going to like talk about stuff that I haven't seen. I, I will say that by and large, it, was, it wasn't like a huge mistake-filled weekend. They struck out a lot, and the pitching wasn't particularly good. Today's a different beast. What happens late in the game was a different beast, uh, and that definitely sucked. But for the most part, like they played three relatively clean games out of four, but they can't keep up the 75% rate moving forward. Uh, Bryce Harper just homered. Oof. Uh, did we lose the Ozuna trade? No. At the, look, again, uh, I know that that's a joke or whatever, but let's look at the Ozuna trade. When it happened, the Cardinals had pitching depth, and they needed an outfield bat, and they made that trade, so it's a good trade. Even if Sandel Contra becomes a guy. Uh, you know, I like Zach Gallon a lot. I think Zach Gallon's better than, like, the 17th best prospect in the, Car- in the uh, Marlins organization. I think he's probably top 10. If I was doing their list, he'd be in my top 10. Uh, I think Alcantara and Gallon are a good trade-off for Ozuna. The idea of Ozuna, maybe not necessarily the Marcelo Ozuna that the Cardinals have gotten uh, or have received in the deal. There's still plenty of time. Look, we're four games into the season. He's still trying to. He's still nursing himself back a little bit. You can see it. He's still fighting timing. Uh, I'm not as worried about Marcelo Zuna as everyone else is. I know that just based on what I've heard today, uh, whatever happened in the outfield cannot continue to happen. Harper goes yard twice tonight. Safe to say he's still good. Yeah, who would have thought? I missed the Ozuna Carp botch fly ball today. What happened there? That was the game changer from Travis Janik. I'm sorry I missed it. Uh, Ozuna's power has been hiding for months. Eh, but remember, it really busts out last September. When he came off of the DL after the cortisone shot, he was really the Cardinals' only offensive performer down the stretch. Uh, player you're most excited for in AAA? Uh, you know, I like all of those guys a lot. Uh, I- I'm anxious to see Tommy Edmond, Edmundo Sosa, and Ramon Urias. Uh, you guys know I love Jag. Uh, Ron Ravello in first base is kind of a fun guy. I know he took a ball in the ribs, and I don't know if he's really hitting yet. I've heard he was hitting, so that's good. Uh, you know, the, the starting rotation, Ryan Helsley, Henesis Cabrera, uh, Austin Gomber, uh, Jake Woodford, uh, Connor Jones, if he's in the starting rotation or in the bullpen. Like, I'm excited about all those guys. You can't pass up on the starting rotation. Uh, they're going to be a pretty good team, pretty fun team to watch. Lane Thomas, of course. Uh, Mr. Macy's, uh, Macy's from Costa Rica back to pad. My concerns are Miller, Michaelis, last start, and K-Rate. Yeah, all those strikeouts have people concerned. I get that. I'm not worried about Miles Michaelis yet. And Andrew Miller has definitely warranted concern after some of the issues that he had last year are coming back up here with the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, it's definitely something I'm worried about there. But I'm not worried about Michaelis yet. Remember, Michaelis got torched in Milwaukee against the Brewers for his first Start last year, he was bad against the Brewers in his second start. Uh, it seems like history is repeating itself there. It, again, as Pat B. brought up, one of the things to keep in mind is the loss of velocity. His velocity down a mile per hour, which I didn't know until Pat B. brought it up. That's good work by our good friend Pat B. Um, that's something worth keeping an eye on. We'll see how that, that continues. Uh, but I'm not worried about Michaelis just yet. Uh, the Peoria outfield is impressive. Yeah, that's a fun outfield. That imp- look, uh, so the Peoria unleashed the, our, uh, uh, sorry, I need to take a drink. I'm, I'm going way too fast. I need to slow down. Peoria unveiled their roster for this coming season. And, uh, the outfield strong. Look, the middle of that order is going to end up being Nolan Gorman, uh, Leandro Cedeno, and Brady Whalen. And that's going to be as good as any middle of the order in the Cardinals organization. It's fun. It's exciting. Uh, I love that. I, I think the top of the lineup of Brandon Riley is going to be a, a lot of fun. Uh, Brendan, De- Brendan Donovan is another interesting guy. Uh, Delvin Perez is going to get a lot of playing time. That lineup is going to be fun to watch. Uh, if you're in the Peoria area or not, go check it out either way. <sighs> 
Uh, let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Would you vote for Christian Yelich for POTUS in 2020? Of course I would. Uh, which affiliate for STL do you look forward to watching the most this season and why? From Nick Trip 444 Well, you know, so it's hard to say right now because they haven't unveiled the rosters just yet for everybody other than Peoria, as far as I know. Uh, I should probably check real fast. Um, so, I, it's hard to say. I love going to all of those ballparks. All of them. Uh, and right now, after seeing Peoria's lineup, I'm pretty excited about that. I think that lineup is very, very good. Uh, I would love, I'm anxious to see what it looks like, but until I see exactly the final rosters, uh, it's, it's hard for me to say one way or the other which one I would, I'd rather want to see. Uh, I'm done with baseball talk for the night, but much love to you all. To you too, Kiefer, much love to you. Uh, I, I raise my glass to our good friend Kiefer Dean Roach. Love you, buddy. Uh, sorry. Uh, let's see. Oh, we already went over. Uh, we need score more runs from hits and not rely on homers as much from Stuart Big ninety nine. Yeah, ideally that'd be great. That'd be great, but that's not necessarily what baseball does right now. And also, it's like in our minds, like we get mind like mind fucked by that a lot. We think, oh, sixty percent of the runs are being scored by home runs. That's crazy. We that's too much. Well. I agree, you need to manufacture runs as often as possible too. But runs are runs. They just need to score more runs. And sure, it would be nice to have more manufactured runs in there. But if they're going to score home runs via home run, I don't, or runs via home run, I don't care at all. They need to score more runs than the Brewers when they play the Brewers. Uh, they won't, I don't believe they'll have that problem. Remember, the, the Cardinals are at the spot right now where they're averaging almost five runs per game. They, which is way down by uh, a two run game and weighed up by uh, a nine run game. But, you know, let's not, uh, let's not overreact just yet. Let's not, uh, you know, let's see what happens. It was a weird weekend. And again, Corbin Burns looked amazing. Uh, uh, Josh Hader looked amazing. And we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, hey, uh, hey, keep, uh, good friend, a uh, whitewater attorney, Adam Van Grack is in here. Hey, all have the house been burned yet? Yeah, everything's on fire. Uh, let's see. Bryce already has two moonshots, man. He would be so much fun. Can you, yeah, again, so we, as Cardinal fans, we're sitting here arguing about who would be the best fit uh, in the two hole. Like, do you hit Goldschmidt two? Do you hit him three? Blah, blah, blah. Well, the reason you're arguing about it is because you don't have another option for the two or the three hole spot. That's where somebody like Bryce Harper would have fit in perfectly. Again, this goes back to my conversation about the 04 Cardinals, the 06 Cardinals. If you had Roland and Edmonds, uh, you're not going to really argue about who hits two and who hits three. You're going to argue about it, but the moot point, it becomes a moot point because you have two elite hitters in the middle of the lineup. Matt Carpenter is a good leadoff. Just leave him there. Figure it out. But if you had these two monsters, and that's been the point of contention with me this entire time. I love that they traded for Goldschmidt. $26 million a year is perfect. But imagine if you had, you could afford, and the Cardinals can, and had Bryce Harper. Uh, that, that John Edwards, or uh, uh, Craig Edwards for Fangraphs, uh, he wrote about it. The pro rating on all of those contracts back in the day are right in line with like the Goldschmidt uh, and... Uh, 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 Harper contracts for Edmonds and, you know, the, the time adjusted, uh, the inflation adjusted rather contracts for all of those players kind of fits in with that. And the Cardinals aren't willing to go there and it's fucking heartbreaking. Uh, don't know if it was answered, but will we see Lane Thomas by the end of the year from Drake Man? I believe we will. Uh, yeah, let's be honest. No one knew Yelich would be this good. We thought Ozuna would be a potential MVP. I will say that I never thought Ozuna would be a potential MVP. On the day of that trade, I would I, I tweeted out something like, 
I don't really know how I feel about this Ozuna trade. I was big on Zach Gallon, and that was part of the reason why. Uh, but I, I didn't know how I felt about that Marcelo Ozuna trade. I never thought he'd be a potential MVP. Uh, I don't think it was a bad trade. I didn't think it was a bad trade then either. I just think that, like, we got overexcited. And also as a fan base, as Midwesterners sometimes, we buy heavily what uh, the, the, the front office is selling to us. I think the shift will only uh, with only Matt Carpenter on the left side of the field is a disaster. Ooh, God, that's a that could be something worth keeping an eye on. Uh, Cubs getting knocked around by the Rangers is a good sign. I agree. Uh, Wong looked fine, stayed in the game. Hopefully, he doesn't miss time. I could see the neck being stiff. Yeah, maybe miss the game just to give him a little rest and see from there. Chance of Dolan Gorman makes it to Memphis this year. I will say zero percent unless. He plays out of his mind, and he makes his way to the Memphis like playoff run when Memphis makes a playoff run. Uh, the question is, will Nolan Gorman make it to Springfield in my mind? And again, I'm not, I'm not going to hedge one way or the other. Maybe if Springfield goes on a playoff run, he makes his way there. But let's let him get time in Peoria. Let's get, let him get time in Palm Beach, and we'll see what happens. And again, Palm Beach isn't what Palm Beach used to be because of the ability to measure swings and exit velocity and blah, 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 and yada, yada. Like The Cardinals can actually send a player to Palm Beach and get a good feel for how they're doing, even if success statistic success isn't there. Uh, they're looking for things now that they can actually measure, so that's good. Uh, remember with Nolan Gorman, right? He had that big home run, but he still struggles against lefties, and he still struggles against advanced breaking pitches. He has a lot of room to grow. Uh, I didn't watch a lick. Any stellar defensive plays during the first series? No, none at all. Not, not one. Not one at all. Uh, you got to give the Rangers some credit. They got old players for cheap. They could give them a boost. Yeah, their bullpen looks pretty solid. Am I weird to still feel good about the bullpen from Red October Rants? I think, uh, again, things did not go the way that you wanted them to at the end of tonight's game, uh, today's game rather, but I think that, like, I feel more comfortable with, with Dominic Leone than I did entering the season. Mike Myers, too. Uh, I love John Brebbia. Uh, John Gant has held his own, been kind of impressive. So, yeah, I, I think that, by and large, I'm, I feel pretty good. I still wish that they had a lefty who could get lefties out, and I'm worried about Andrew Miller a little bit, for sure. A hitting coach question. Swinging for the fences, too many Ks. Uh, from... Corn longest, uh, uh, no, no, let's, again, uh, there is definitely a, philo a philosophical change that's going on, but that's not Albert's game. Remember, Albert's game is to cut down on the strikeouts, and I think that we're seeing the adjustment period in-game right now. This is what we talked about all winter on pad, right? People kept asking, is Jeff Albert going to make a huge impact? What kind of an, Al what kind of an impact is Jeff Albert going to make? And we're seeing it. We ex this is what we expected. We expected there to be a little struggle at the beginning, maybe for a couple months, as the Cardinals like really bought into that and changed their approach and what they saw. And then it's what we see in June moving forward that really will be like the gauge on if what Albert is selling is being bought by the players. Uh, let's not overreact in just two games, in, in just one series in four games. That's really all I care about right now, fam. Uh, not that concerned. Cardinals led in every game. Every game was close besides the one we won. Uh, too many strikeouts, I agree. Uh, first time listener, definitely not last. Cheers to you from Nick Trip 444. Hey, to our good friend Nick Trip 444. Uh, we raise our beautiful iPad, uh, the avocado thing to you. Thank you for being a part of this. We love you. See, Victoria's in here. Hello, Victoria. We love you too. Uh, do you think they will give Kimbrell a call now? I don't think that they'll give Kimbrell a call now. I think that there were times when the Cardinals could have really used a left-handed specialist or a guy who's tough on lefties from the left-handed side, uh, and, and they, they couldn't because they didn't have anyone but Andrew Miller. And I think that if there's one thing that they'll do is I'll adjust and hopefully go after someone like Will Smith. Uh, do we know how many home runs were hit on opening day? I felt like every team had 10 plus. 
what was it? Uh, it was a record, right? They were like, I don't remember what the number was, but it was a record. Uh, need more innings from the starters. The outfield is a mess. Miller sucks. I need a drink. From Rock Chalk Jason. Jason, I'm going to raise my glass to you. You do need a drink. But this is what I'll say to that. Uh, they need more innings from the starters. Yes, I agree. Uh, Michael Waka was the one beacon this weekend amongst the starters. As I polish off this bottle of Knob Creek, uh, we will end pad when the bottle of Knob Creek is finished. Um, Michael Waka was a beacon there. Uh, Miller sucks. Miller did not look good to me at all this weekend. Uh, he let up a big home run, but beyond the home run, he just didn't look sharp. That's a concern, something we're going to have to keep an eye on. Uh, the outfield is a mess. I'm not there yet to say the outfield is a mess. Ozuna blew his load today, which is heartbreaking, uh, but hopefully that doesn't continue. So if we sign Rendon this offseason, what do we do with Carp? I don't know. Again, I don't expect... Look, if the Cardinals weren't willing to fork over $25 million a year for Bryce Harper, they're not going to fork over $20 million a year for Anthony Rendon. Go ahead and get that out of your mind. Uh, I'm sure I'm late, but everyone got to be ecstatic about Goldie so far from Hooks Bear. I know I'm ecstatic. Uh, he's lived up to the billing. It was fun to watch him strike out three, game, three times in that first game and then hit three home runs in the second game. Uh, his swing is so short and so powerful. He's exciting. He's a beast. Still doesn't have as big of a dick as Matt Carpenter does, but hey, we can't all be winners. No one has a big dick like Matt Carpenter does. That fucking rattlesnake on Carpenter. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's been great, and uh, they need more. Marlins weren't trading Yelich at the time the cards were trading for Ozuna. Yeah, that's definitely what we've all heard. Uh, can we all do our part to get Gary banned from Twitter? I don't know even know what we're talking about. At first, I was pissed we traded Mag Sierra. I, you know, I, Alcantara and Mag Sierra were like the two headliners of the Ozuna deal. To me, it was always Zach Gallen. It's nice to see Alcantara pitching well, uh, to start the season. Uh, from Walsey77, I try don't to be negative, but does it look like Ozuna is just going through the motions, not 100%? I think that that maybe is, that's us projecting, right? Think about it this way. If you're a 27-year-old who is about ready to be due for his, maybe his only big payday, uh, you're not going to go through the motions. I can promise you he's not just going through the motions. There's too much money on the line for him for that. Uh, I think that's more us projecting, uh, uh, Yes, absolutely, Gifts. The Matt Carpenter, Matt Carpenter's rattlesnake. A pants rattlesnake. Pants rattlesnake. Oh, God. Uh, he's not, go look, he's not going through the motions. He has too much money on it. Uh, yeah. But, but again, he's just, he's a different player. And I'll tell you what, he's, he seems really excited. The energy seems there. It's just, he doesn't play very well sometimes. Uh, Springfield Cardinals first game in five minutes from my house in Arkansas. Woohoo. From Tyler uh, Tyler Thurman. Tyler, enjoy. Uh, go to that game. Enjoy yourself. I love it. Get Give me a scouting report. My DMs are open. Let me know what you saw that got you excited. Uh, I'd love to talk about the Springfield game in, uh, 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 in Arkansas with you. Uh, our bullpen is in a better place this year than last year, Victoria says. I agree. I just wish that they had one additional lefty. Uh, who will be the first to get an MLB hit? Edmund, Orius, Sosa, or Schrock? Well, Orius and Sosa are on the 40-man. I'll say Orius. Although I thought for some reason, uh, he doesn't. I'll say Orius. Uh, how was the series for Alex Reyes? I didn't see him today. I know he pitched two-thirds of an inning, uh, got pulled. The other night, he looked really sharp, I thought. Uh, I will say it was a positive weekend for Alex Reyes with things trending in the right direction. Uh, not thrilled about playing Milwaukee six more times in April from Hayden March. That's the other thing to take away from the series. Having to play Milwaukee 
Pardon me, having to play Milwaukee another six times sucks. Uh, I feel from uh, Notorious Panda, I think, I feel hope O'Neal will get his starting spot and have a nice high strikeout, high homer season. I would love that too. Uh, hello, Victoria. It's nice to see you. Where can I get that mug from BRAD770? Uh, you can't get it yet, but here in probably the next month or so, Cardinals Gifts and I will be uh, unveiling another line of Prospects After Dark gear. Once we get Pat fired back up here again in a week or two, uh, we'll, we'll start unveiling some gear. The other thing I want to say right now is a perfect little segue. Go to Birds on the Black. Uh, we are working with Miles Michaelis' charity, uh, and they're, they're involved in stopping human, tra- human trafficking, which is an amazing thing. Uh, buy the, pros- the, the Birds on the Black t-shirt. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, contribute where you can to that. And uh, it's an amazing thing that Terrell Wellman has been on the forefront of pushing for us, that Cards Gifts has worked on, and uh, I feel privileged to be a part of it in an ancillary way. Uh, Matty, intern Matty says, Lugie required. It'd be nice. It'd just be nice to have a lefty that could get lefties out. Really wish we signed Oliver Perez. To me, it's Tony Sip. I would have liked to have had Tony Sip. Uh, as B Real 5 says, Tony Sip for $3 million. Just going to leave that here. Exactly. Thoughts on playing in Mexico? I have no thoughts about it. This is what I'm going to tell you about playing in Mexico. As somebody who has watched Mexican League the games in the winter, those stadiums are crazy. Like, those fans have so much fun during a game, and I'm anxious that the Cardinals get to experience that. I'm anxious that our fans will get to watch that. I do wish the Cardinals weren't making that trip. Uh, but that's only because I'm irrational about thinking that that kind of travels hard on a team uh, in this day and age. And it really, really isn't when you think about it. Uh, but it's going to be fun. I'm excited about it. And I think that uh, you're going to see a side of baseball uh, in like a rambunctious type way that you probably haven't seen since, I mean, for real, honestly, probably 80s baseball, early 90s, late 80s baseball. Uh, we all need a drink from Jeff Moore. I agree. Thoughts on the pitcher we picked up from San Francisco? I don't have any thoughts. Again, I, I didn't even see it, to be honest with you. If it's that minor leaguer, then I have no thoughts about it. Uh, he's nothing to me. Uh, Cardinals fans don't need to worry. We had one of the toughest, if not toughest, series in baseball. It was a good series, I thought. I still am high on Dakota Hudson from Greg Petty, too. Again, look at this, and it was something, and I forgot who brought it up, and it might have been Brad Jennings, I think, on Twitter, who asked me how Dakota Hudson was against lefties, and I forgot about that altogether when I wrote his Dirty 35 write-up. Dakota Hudson has always struggled against lefties, and what else did we see? It was exactly what we wrote about in the Dirty 35 write-up about Dakota Hudson. He struggles when he gets behind, and then what ends up happening is he gets behind, and Yachty hasn't quite figured this out yet, and this isn't to diminish Yachty. He knows more about baseball than I could ever imagine in pitching than I could ever comprehend, Uh, but... If he gets behind, you gotta go cutter, you gotta go slider, you cannot go two seam fastball because he doesn't command it well enough. Uh, he got in trouble because he went two seam and all of a sudden people were launching the ball on him when he got back, uh, when he got behind and counts. That's not how it's gonna, ever gonna work for Dakota Hudson. It's not ever going to work out that way for him. He needs, you need to mix in the curveball every once in a while and you need to work slider cutter, uh, when he is behind on a count. Who can really be excited about Waka? Uh, we, he will eventually get hurt. Uh, look, but as long as he's not hurt, I'm excited about him. Uh, so where do we find three more Goldies? Uh, they had one this offseason. They could have bought two of them, honestly, between Manny Machado and Bryce Harper if they wanted to. Could have let one of those guys come and they didn't. They're not going to find three more Goldies. Those guys don't exist. Uh, they're the elite. And the opportunity that they just had to get those guys, they passed up on. Uh, I keep getting Astros updates. Must be because of my hair. Thanks to George Springer from Jay Ferg. Oh, I saw your hair. It looks good, man. I love it. I love it. I love that a lot. It'll give you some more of that, just like you like. Uh, and also the Astros, you're going to want to get updates on them if you like offense, because that's a good offense. 
Uh, Travis Janik says, with how Bader played the ball, I don't think anyone was picking that up and throwing out Kane. Again, I only saw like a fraction of the highlight, and I don't have any thoughts about it at all. It's impressive how Goldie can hit that inside pitch. Yeah, his swing is so short. It's impressive to watch Goldie turn on an inside pitch. Uh, thoughts on Dakota Hudson not in the rotation anymore. Seamark coming back soon. So the, what I get out of Dakota Hudson going to the bullpen is that it's only on a limited basis. Because after we get through this coming week, there are more off days in, uh, in, in April. So he'll get through this week, and then he'll find his way back to the bullpen. Uh, think of it as like this. like A couple years back, Carlos Martinez was the relief pitcher. I think it was 2015, the opening series against the Cubs. Uh, he was a relief pitcher in that series, and then he found his way into the rotation. Well, that's what's going to happen with Dakota Hudson. He got a start. He's going to be pitching out of the bullpen, uh, and then he'll be back in the rotation in no time is my guess. Uh, I wonder how much the lack of innings in spring training has contributed to the slow start of pitchers. I think, look, I'll be honest with you, uh, uh, Todd, Forever Cards, that was something that was on my mind today when I was watching. Uh, it seems, it's funny too, right, because Michael Walker was like the one guy who got in-game spring training uh, reps, and he was like the only one who really looked ready for it. Uh, I think we're going to learn a little bit about... Uh, uh, <laughs> Randy Kreisman says best name in the system is Lars Nupar. I agree outfielder for Peoria you're going to want to go to Peoria take a trip to Desert Park and see that lineup uh, amazing stuff uh, but yeah that was my thought too is like Michael Walker is the one pitcher who looked good this weekend and he was the only one who was like pitching in spring training games not in the backfield I think there might be something to that uh, Xander, uh, Xander Bogarts just signed a $132 extension according to Twitter I saw that Luke Turner and good for him I think it's a good deal for both sides Ozuna's really hustling on the base pass. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Uh, can Chase and Shreve be that lefty? Remember, the thing that works against Chase and Shreve now is he's not on the 40-man. If the Cardinals are going to go to a lefty, more than likely, they're either going to go to Tyler Webb, who wasn't necessarily bad last year, or they're going to go to Austin Gomber. I do think that it's worth exploring the option to bring Tyler Webb up and see what happens from there. Uh, Pad Knight at Hammonds Field this year from uh, Lead Burgess. I would love that. You know, uh, I was just telling uh, my good friend Troy Poole, who I love with all my heart, and his awesome young man, Zach, uh, uh, that I'm going to try to get to Dozer Park in Peoria as soon as possible. What I would like to do is I'd like to reach out to the, the staff at Hammonds and uh, Dozer and AutoZone Park and see if they can do something. Like, get you guys, uh, get you guys discount tickets or something like that. We can all sit together at, in Memphis and Springfield and Peoria and enjoy a game. I would love something like that. Uh, Ray should have stayed in the game longer today. I wish I could have seen it. I wish I had a better opinion to contribute. Is it me or man? Do we still need an elite hitter for two or three in the lineup from R Gurner 1031? Yeah, we were talking about that a little while earlier, right? I love the trade for Paul Goldschmidt. I love the contract for Paul Goldschmidt. And in my mind, a 13 year, $330 million contract for Bryce Harper is not outrageous. And that's exactly what the Cardinals needed. I don't know where they're going to be able to find that middle of the order bat that they still need after acquiring. Ozuna and Goldschmidt in two straight years. They still need a middle-of-the-order bat that they don't have. Don't know how they're going to acquire it. It doesn't necessarily look like, look like they're going to be able to do it on the trade market. Uh, we'll do merch when he comes back, Cardinals Gifts. That's right. Again, and it'll only be like a week or two. I just need a small break. Uh, slowly, getting to, uh, slowly getting addicted to Pat on Sundays. Cheers, brother, from R. Gurner, 1031. So we're going to – the schedule for prospects after dark will be kind of weird. R. Gurner, I raise my glass to you. Thank you for being a, a, pat, a paddict. Uh, we love having you as part of our family. The thing about Pat, ah, sorry. The thing about Pat on Sundays is that Game of Thrones is going to start here in two weeks. 
And we're not going to compete with Game of Thrones. So we're going to watch Game of Thrones. We're going to enjoy that. And then when Game of Thrones is done, maybe we'll adjust to Sunday nights again. But in those weeks when Game of Thrones is on, we'll be doing it during the weeknights. Uh, human trafficking is an amazing thing. Uh, no, no, battling human trafficking. Uh, providing money to stop human trafficking is an amazing thing. Look, the only humans I'm trafficking in are me, babies. I'm only trafficking in me. In my bed. Alone. Me. Traffic. The noise. Pleasure. The noise of pleasure. The pleasure of noise. The beat bop of noise bops. And pleasure of trafficking my human joint. Boobity bop. Bop chi. I think that's poetry. I'm not sure. Uh, do you think Carlos Martinez is more likely to come back as a starter now? I do. Uh, but I've also been one of the few people who thinks that the clear path for for Carlos Martinez back into the, back into the Cardinals 20 fame North... Jesus Christ, I'm an idiot. I've also been one of these people since they've been working on the projection for Carlos Martinez who have wanted him to come back as a starter. So, yes, I still think that there's a chance it happens. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see where it goes from there. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, uh, I hate when my little thing disappears. Guess my thing disappeared. Uh, we took a cliff dive into Kyle after dark. Yeah, freaking cards. Uh, we definitely did. Um... So I had somebody say a little while ago, Andrew Miller and Hicks combined for 11 and one-thirds ending this spring. Michael's pitched 13. Don't like it. Uh, I don't know where my – why do my questions always go away? I'm just going to stand here like this, and I'm going to say, oh, my God, Peoria complained about Fowler. Uh, here we go. Boom. We're, we're back in business. I just got a pair of Haas Targaryen-inspired Adidas Ultra Boost. Uh, Travis Janik, I need you to take a picture of those and DM them to me. I got to see them. Uh, sorry if you've covered it. Why didn't Schilt PH for Dakota with two out – Two on on two outs. I don't know. You know, I wish I could explain it to you. I wish, I hope, that's something that you're going to, like, that hopefully the media asks Mr. Schilt to get an answer. I think that there are a lot of questions that can be asked of Mr. Schilt uh, about this this past series that maybe aren't being asked, and I'm anxious to see where it goes from there. Uh, what's Game of Thrones? That hurts my heart. Uh, Kyle adjusts the pad schedule so we can enjoy Game of Thrones. What a gentleman from Hooks Bear. Oh, God, amazing. Uh... It, uh, Travis Janik says he doesn't watch Game of Thrones. He just loved the Adidas shoes. I don't care. I've got to see them. Uh, uh, our good friend Todd says, Andrew Miller and Hicks combined for 11, uh, 11 and one-thirds innings this spring. Michaelis pitched 13. I don't like it. And again, Michaelis did a lot of his pitching on the backfields. That's a bummer. Uh, we did take a cliff dive into Kyle after dark. People complain about Fowler on offense. What about Yachty? Look, you'll never hear anybody ever comp complain about Yachty. Is Danny going to die? I hope they all die and the Night King is on the throne. Uh, that's what she said. Kyle's little thing disappears episode. <laughs> From Jay Ferg. Oh, got it. Yeah, look, the problem with my little thing disappearing episode is that it would actually have to disappear, whereas it is basically non-existent. I want to see O'Neal Bader and Jose Martinez every game. Uh, Holden Cantor. Hello, Holden. How are you? Uh, I don't know if I want to see it every game. Not just yet. Uh, look, I'm, I'm one of these old school idiots. I, I want to emphasize the word idiot there. I definitely like, I like that right now, Bader and Ozuna and Dexter are getting the majority of the at-bats. Uh, but if in a week's time, none of those guys are doing anything, and they're hurting the Cardinals like Ozuna is out in the outfield, then I want change. Uh, but Dexter Fowler's taking some good at-bats. He's also taking some bad at-bats. He's getting on base a little bit. That's a positive. Uh, Harrison Bader's playing good defense, but uh, I don't necessarily know if he's guaranteed a spot either. Uh, I just, look, I want... And I, I've been saying it since the beginning of spring training. I've been saying it since the winter meetings, since last year. I want the Cardinals lineup to be fluid. I want the best players in. They don't have, other than Goldschmidt and Carpenter, 
and Melina and probably to Young and Wong, they don't have the privilege of being able to sit on their like their hinds and uh, let a lineup run out. They need to be aggressive about changing the lineup to get the most out of it. How long is Fowler's leash? My guess is a month and a half, two months long. Uh, how long would it be if I was a manager? I'd say a month. Uh, but again, if he's getting on base, it doesn't necessarily matter. And he hasn't cost the Cardinals on the field at all. Uh, so that's that's a positive. I think it's all subject to what's going on with the Cardinals' win-loss and the lineup and all that stuff. That's what I think. I never have been a fan of Game of Thrones. Oh, it's so good. Uh, how long until Azuna is yanked from uh, Josh Brown? You know, Josh, I wish I could give you like a real answer to that question. I think it's. I think you're talking about like All Star break, maybe. You know, maybe on like a four man rotation kind of thing where he's not getting as many at bats come June, but he's still playing in eighty percent of the games, seventy five percent of the games, like. I just think the Cardinals are going to try to milk every little bit of value as they can out of him. I, I, I've been very vocal about saying, uh, as, I've been saying that I want a four-man rotation in the outfield. I want Tyler O'Neill playing every day and resting on the fourth uh, and subbing those guys. So everybody plays three days and gets a day of rest. I Now, I'll be honest, I want Jose Martinez in there. I want him playing with the corners. I, I want them working that in. But it's about time. They need to do something like that. So... Uh, how long is Ozuna's leash? It's longer than we hope. How long is Fowler's leash? We're going to have to wait and see how everyone else does around him. If they need an offensive injection and Fowler isn't producing, then I hope the leash is short. If the offense is doing well and Fowler's getting on base, then I hope it's long. Uh, but let's be smart about our expectations of both Fowler and Ozuna based on how the rest of the lineup is doing. Kyle, is this start as bad as it feels from range, Brad, or are we just panicking? I think, look, I think that the Brewers hit as well as they possibly can. They're a strong offensive team. I think it was tough to lose today when we had a 4-2 to lead. Uh, I think that hurts. Uh, I think it's a combination of both, like, it feeling, it feels bad. It feels fucking bad, and that's shitty. Uh, but we're also panicking a little bit. Let's see what it looks like when they come back to St. Louis. I'm going to tell you right now, if they end up getting, like, sweeped or some shit, by uh, uh, Pittsburgh, and they come home, that opening day might not be as glorious as everyone keeps making it out to be. It might end up being kind of a somber day, to be honest. Uh, but we'll wait and see how they do, at least against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Remember, the history with Pittsburgh is that they struggle quite a bit, uh, so we're just going to have to wait and see. Like They struggle in Pittsburgh against Pittsburgh, even when Pittsburgh isn't necessarily great. So this could be a challenging series ahead for them. Uh, let's not panic. Let's take it for what it was. Let's learn the lessons, and let's adapt from them. Uh, please tell me that Danny Mac's voice sounds different to you. I did. I told Ashley. I told Ashley yesterday we were sitting on the couch and I said, Danny Mac sounds different. Like he sounds like, it sounds like a little higher pitch. It sounds like he's trying to create a little bit more excitement. It sounds weird. I don't know what that is. Uh, Gaddy said he wanted a batting title and batting like 06, 069. Nice. Uh, I think I'd like to com commandeer your personal schedule and suggest Pat on Wednesdays. Uh, we're gonna have to wait and see. It just depends on when the Cardinals don't play at night. We don't get a really good pad turnout when the Cardinals play, have a night game on a weekday. Uh, so if they have a, a night off on a Wednesday, we'll do it on Wednesday. Uh, if we play at the same level against anyone other than the Brewers, are we still sitting at one and three? That's a great question, uh, Josh Brown. Pardon me. I think that with the way that the bullpen blew it today, yeah, they probably would have lost that game. But the one thing I keep telling people is, remember, the Yankees are 1-2 and two right now after a series against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, the Yankees fans are freaking out about it worse than Cardinals fans are freaking out about losing to the, the Brewers. Just to give you some perspective, uh, I, I think it's a shame we're freaking out. I think it's a shame that they're down, that their record is 1-3 and three right now. Uh, it should be 2-2 two and two at the very least. Uh, but 
I do think that there's some merit in thinking that uh, if it wasn't against anyone other than the Brewers, that the Cardinals would at least be 500 instead of a game under or two games underneath. Uh, it's four games. Let's not hit the panic button. I agree with Hooks Bear. Really curious how well we play against the Pirates. Might show how good the Brewers are. Yeah, the Brewers lineup is good. There's no getting around that. We're going to find out a lot more about the Cardinals uh, in the next week. Does anyone throw a complete game for cards this year? Who is most likely? My guess is that Miles Michaelis is still the most likely. Remember, Michaelis does a very good job of keeping his pitch count low. Uh, and that will help him. Of course, Mr. Flaherty will have a chance. Michael Waka, if he pitches like he did today, he'll have a chance. Uh, Waka's a flirted with no hitters in the past. Flaherty has struck out a bunch of guys, but I'm still saying Michaelis. Uh, Hudson hitting is a move people would have yelled at Matheny about, but a lot didn't at Schilt. I agree. I think there's a lot of things this weekend that if Mr. Matheny had done, we would have freaked out about that Mr. Schilt did that we didn't say anything about. Uh, Ozuna has hurt the cards more than Fowler. I agree. Uh, what are we talking about? Fowler's leash. He played well this weekend. Oh, oh, uh, he said, why are we talking about uh, VHS? Because people asked, and that's what we talk about. Look, this is a stream of consciousness show. The questions come up, and I just talk like an asshole, as you guys know very well. Uh, yeah, that's why we're talking. We're talking about it because a lot of people are driven by perception. And as we entered the season, the perception was that Dexter Fowler would hurt the team. So we're adjusting to that. Again, I, I'm with you, VHS. Uh, I think that uh, the whole talk about Fowler's leash is a little overblown right now. Again, he took some great at-bats, took a lot of pitches, and there were some at-bats where he needed to come through that he didn't. He played a good right field. That's maybe more important than any of it. He looks good on the base pass. Let's not freak out about Dexter Fowler just yet. Uh, thoughts on Fowler batting ninth, pitcher eighth. I don't really have any feelings about that card's rep. Uh, you know, for me, it's would you hit Bader ninth and a pitcher eighth, and even then, I don't even care. I... I think that that gets into the like the super minutia of, of baseball. The Cardinals were averaging five runs per game, again, with a two-run game and a nine-run game in their pocket. Uh, right at five, it's like four, 19 runs in four games or something like that. Uh, I'm, I don't think runs are the issue right now. I just think pitchers not going deep enough uh, is really our major issue as we enter the, ser- the season series against the series against the Pirates. Uh, I'm not joking. I really think I can throw better than Ozuna holding Cantor. Yeah, that again, I haven't seen that last play yet, so I'm going to hold off. Uh, yeah, Fowler has been good this week, and I agree. Jose Martinez is the clubhouse clown, and I love it. Jose Martinez is a kind of a clubhouse clown. They say Marcelo Zuna is a lot of fun in the clubhouse. Uh, Drew Robinson is hilarious. We all know John Burby and the bullpen is great. It seems like a lineup full of good people. Uh, people need to chill the fuck about uh, Ozuna. We know his defense is average. Just wait for his proven power. Uh, his proven bat. We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, intern Maddie says we need home, more home runs, and that's where I'm at. Bring me the long ball, man. I love power. Uh, let's just take a look at Carp last year and how he started. We have a better team. No one panic. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. I think Carp looks better now than he did at the beginning of last year. And again, that's kind of an, that's kind of a crazy statement to make because we're only four games into the season. Uh, as Tony LaRusso would say, well, one week into the season, uh, which is a terrible Tony LaRusso impression. But I'm just I bring it up to say that like. Look, I'm telling you right now that I think Matt Carpenter looks better at the beginning of this year than he did last year. And I had two months worth of data to go off of with Matt Carpenter last year. And I have four games worth of data to go off of Matt Carpenter this year. Uh, let's, let's all take a deep breath and let's adjust. Maybe in a week, maybe in two weeks, maybe in three weeks. Uh, a one in three record, a one in three record sucks. All of these games matter. Uh, but let's not pretend like the Brewers aren't a really good team with a Josh Hader that is an amazing. Uh, even though, you know, when he was a teenager, he was also a bigot, uh, and a bunch of starting, and a bunch of, a lineup that can just rake. 
Uh, Colton is playing pretty well. Happy about that. So am I. I'm really happy with the play of Colton Wong. Uh, that voice due to his lost weight. I wonder. That's a good question about Danny Mac. Sports can be so amazing at times, but days like today really, really blow. They do. That's a great point. My good friend Stu Styles says uh, Danny Mac tries to sound like John Miller. You know, I hadn't put that together, Stu Styles, but I think you're onto something there. The octave change from Danny Mac was taught in those propaganda classes by Fox Sports Midwest from Napoli to my good friend Napoli. I raise my glass. I, I like what you're getting at there. Josh says Danny Mac lost so many, so much weight that the location of his or the, his voice box is lighter. I love that. Uh, let's see. Pat on Sunday on Monday works best for me. From Jeff Moore, I'll try to make it happen. Jeff, I'm uh, pretty sure Danny Mac lost 50 pounds this offseason as well. So Danny Mac uh, from Mark Buck. Uh, so Danny Mac, right? He he was doing like um. Uh, audience Q&As for the, the morning after on 590. And he was still big in like December. And in two months time, it looked like he lost 40 pounds. My guess is that, uh, well, I'm not going to say that. That's not fair. It's probably slander anyways. I could probably get sued by Danny Mac. But he's healthy. He looks good. And I'm happy for him. Uh, how about one pad, but it's 24 hours long and that's the only one for two weeks. Holy shit. Can you imagine that disaster? Speaking of the Yanks, how about that Luke Voigt? Yeah, Luke Voigt just keeps hitting. You gotta be excited for Luke Voigt. Johnny D24 says, it's the new slimmer Danny Mac. Doesn't have the same diaphragm. That's a good point. Uh, Danny Mac is like me. His weight is a damn yo-yo from Travis Janik. Travis, I used to be the same way, man. My, my weight used to fluctuate. No, I'm just fat. Uh, the best advice I can give you is to just drink and eat like an asshole. Uh, Lauren Bundy says, waka, waka, waka. To Lauren Bundy, I want to raise my glass. Lauren, thank you for being in here. Waka, waka. Uh, what we've talked about throughout all of pad here and there is just how good Michael Waka looked tonight. He lit up that home, today rather, he lit up the home run to Yelich, and then he was lights out. Uh, a great start for Michael Waka. Very important for the Cardinals uh, moving forward. Uh, Hayden March says, we play at noon tomorrow. Uh, yeah, that's stupid. Looking forward to the next Flaherty start. I'm looking forward to the next Flaherty start, the next Michael start, the next... Well, Hudson appearance because he's not going to start right away. Uh, and also the next walk is start. More importantly, I'm anxious to see what Adam Wainwright looks like tomorrow. I cannot wait for that start. Uh, not because like I think he's going to do well or because I think he's going to do bad. Because I don't know how he's going to do and I'm anxious to find out. Did the Brewers start off like 1-6 and six against the Cubs last year or something? That sounds right to me uh, from Red October Rants. That sounds, that sounds exactly right to me. Flaherty is way too inefficient still uh, from Josh. You know, Josh, he still ebbs and flows. Sometimes he's inefficient. Sometimes he's not. He'll get it down. Again, let's, the series against Milwaukee is a different beast. Pitching in that ballpark is tough. Pitching against that lineup is tough. Uh, let's see what it looks like in Pittsburgh and adjust from there. Uh, Ozuna really did not do that bad. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Fowler gets lots of criticism because people focus on much of, so much on batting average. Look, Fowler gets much of the criticism because last year he had a compromised foot the entire year. He's going to have a compromised foot in lower half for the rest of his career because of shit that happened earlier in his career. And uh, it looks like he's not running. And then somebody said he's six foot five, and then now we have an entire shitstorm. And he had a bad year last year, and he cost the Cardinals money, and blah, blah, blah. There, there are many reasons why Dexter Fowler gets a bad rep. Uh, all of which are kind of a joke, to be honest. Uh, except for last year, if you want to say that he was bad last year. He was bad last year, uh, but so far he's been pretty solid this year. Uh, Hayden March says, I can't wait for the DH. I just want offense. I, I love Drew's dance from Lauren Bundy. Yeah, it's fun, right? It's like... <laughs> he loves it. 
I am certain I have a better arm than Ozuna. I think we all are, Braun, not Brown. Uh, fun to see the personalities come out early this year. That's a great point, Intern Maddie. Uh, our, our good friend, Intern Maddie, who is the intern for the Cam Jansen Show uh, on Monday nights on 590, I think from 6 to 7. Uh, check that out. Cam Jansen's great. Intern Maddie's great. Uh, but I think so, too, between the whole people farting in the dugout and having fun and sure, the Cardinals are 1-3 and three while all this fun is happening, and I'm sure that there's... 55-year-old white dudes who are freaking out about it right now, but I love it. I don't care. I just want baseball to be fun. Uh, didn't know Zuna get a gold glove in the past. He did, but again, uh, from, from Jules7536, don't ever invest anything into the gold glove. The gold glove means nothing. It's just a fancy thing that your dad told you was important, and it's not, and it's an awesome trophy because it's gold. Uh, and then there's one that's platinum, which is even cooler than gold. Uh, but remember, the, field bi- the Fielding Bible Awards is really what matters. Uh, woo, uh woo, one week one into the Suizon from Kyle LaRusso. I'm an asshole. Brubby is hilarious. In the pregame, he said his celebrity lookalike was Meryl Streep. Oh, God, that's hilarious. Colton does seem way more confident. I agree, Lauren. I'm going to be honest. Brad Thompson is kind of bland. Uh, why can't we have Edmonds full time? Because Jim Edmonds has important things to do in California. Uh, look, I love Dan McLaughlin. I love Brad Thompson. But... We were sitting here on this couch yesterday, and that game, or what, what day was it? Was it Friday night? Man, again, I love Dan McLaughlin. I love Brad Thompson. 99.9% of the time, they're nails. Uh, but that broadcast on Friday night was as bad of a broadcast as I've ever heard. Uh, the narratives were flowing. I mean, it was terrible. It was terrible. It was hard to listen to. Uh, but again, it was a long game. They'll be fine. They're a blast to listen to. Uh, this is the Wong I've been waiting for. I agree. Uh, why don't we have Kyle in the booth instead? I Look, I was telling, again, uh, something I've been saying all weekend. If you put me in the booth with Dan McLaughlin, I guarantee you it would be better than anyone other than Edmonds and probably Thompson. And, I mean, you'd enjoy it more. I can guarantee that. What about Pete Alonzo from uh, Stevie Sports? That's exciting, right? Good stuff by Pete Alonzo. Uh, had a great debut. He's on my fantasy team, so hopefully he keeps it up. Uh, excited to watch the home opener with my dad, one of my favorite traditions. From Travis Janik, I raise my glass to you. To anyone uh, who has the opportunity to watch the the season opener, the home opener with their family, uh, I raise my glass to you. I'm going to get to enjoy the home opener with my brother Scott, which I'm looking forward to a great deal. We'll be wearing our red jackets that he got with black trim. We look fly AF. Uh, so to my brother Scott and to you and all of your families, I raise my glass. Be Real 5 asks... Do you think we'll see Reyes in back-to-backs? I do not. Uh, hard to believe Ozuna won a gold glove any year. Again, it's a gold glove. Let's not think about it. Where does Weeders get his first start in May? I'll say July 8th. Uh, it's hard to pitch with these juice baseballs, to be honest. Again, I'm, I don't have any feeling about it. Remember, Major League Baseball uh, bought Rawlings Baseball Division, so they're controlling it. Uh, what I'll tell you is, uh, yeah, Maybe. Uh, the Padres now have Tatis and Paddock. Holy crap. Yeah, it's exciting, right? It's exciting that the owner listened to the players who flew him to dinner or some bullshit like that or flew to meet him with dinner and brought him on and said, hey, look, Tatis is, is ready. Uh, if you want to win now, let's bring him on board. I love that. The same thing happened with Jordan Hicks last year. Yadi said he was ready. Matt Carpenter said he was ready. They stuck their neck out for him. He brought him on. Uh, sometimes the owners in the front office have a different agenda than the players. Players want to win. They want to make money, but they want to win. Owners want to make money. They don't necessarily get to see firsthand if people are ready. So for the owner to listen to the players about the readiness of Fernando Tatis Jr., 
makes me happy. And hopefully owners take note, and hopefully Cardinals players stand up and do the same kind of thing uh, continuously. Hey, our good friend Prism2 says, if we're being 100% honest... Uh, I think there's another reason he gets a bad rep and it has nothing to... Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, love you with baseball. I'm an idiot. Uh, can we also take a moment with Jack Flaherty's girlfriend is a total babe uh, from Mark Buck? Yeah. Yeah, so here's here's a sister of, of Flaherty's girlfriend. And then here's that smoke show that's Flaherty's girlfriend. That's her right there. I mean, just, just imagine. And then there's a sister. And then there's the mom. I mean, that's a family of smoke shows, family. And uh, yeah, let's take a minute to really, really, really appreciate... That such a thing exists. Uh, can we also take a moment of a blah? I love that they're having so much fun. I agree. Uh, speaking of 590, God bless Plowsy. Yeah. Uh, uh, to my good friend Cookie the Dwarf, uh, to, to Plowsy Darren Atkins, I raise my glass. Uh, the business of AM radio is bullshit. Uh, let's see. Oh my God. Oh my God. Danny Max said that Tim McCarver will be back this season and I want to die. Ah. Look, I, the, I understand that there are people who don't like Tim McCarver, and I understand that there are people who don't like Al Roboski. I'm one of those people. And uh, same thing with Rick Horton. What I will tell you is when they're – if you don't like them, the best thing to do is just treat it like a parody account uh, because it's kind of like a parody when you hear it. It's kind of a disaster sometimes. Uh, the pad community thrives. Nothing's better than my pad community. Uh, not as bad as any Tim McCarver broadcast. Oof, God, Tim McCarver's taking a beating right now. Don't you dare just Tim McCarver. He might have trouble pronouncing names, but so what? I think it's a little bit more than trouble pronouncing names. Uh, I listened to a podcast through The Ringer that Alex Chris Foley uh, put into my vision uh, site there on Twitter. And it was uh, a podcast that went over Game 6 of the 2011 World Series. And it was funny to hear both of the, 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 the female and the male who did the podcast talk about how bad McCarver was and how he was at the end of his rope then. And to think that now, eight years later, he's still a part of the Cardinals broadcast. Uh, have a pad with Danny Mack calling a Cardinals game and Kyle in the back eating an avocado from Drake Man. Uh, I've been told that Dan McLaughlin isn't necessarily the biggest fan of me, so eh, I'm the worst. I just want to announce that Paul Goldschmidt... I just want to announce Paul Goldschmidt for one at bat. That'd be the coolest thing on earth. Uh, Padres are going to be better than people expect. Again, I, I think so too. I think the National League is a very, very good division. Uh, or a, a good conference, if you will. A very good league. Uh, you know, the, the West kind of gets beat up, but I wouldn't want, I don't want to play the Rockies. I don't want to play the Padres. The Padres are going to have some growing pains for sure. But I think the, the NL is pretty good from top to bottom with a couple of weak links like the Marlins, of course. Uh, but I, I they're a bunch of good teams. It's really all I've got, I've got a feel for. Uh, why would you have her photo there, Kyle? Because of uh, the one uh, from Sermisol um, uh, twenty six. Because Cardinals gifts sent it to me, and I love Cardinals gifts. Kyle, what are you drinking? Uh, I am finishing off Lauren my last of the Knob Creek here. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, once we finish this little bit of Knob Creek that I have left, a uh, pad is done for a little bit of time. Uh, let's see. There's dying pieces. Uh, I'm dying. I did not expect you to pull that photo out from Mark Buck. Yeah, this is what we do in Prospects After Dark. Uh, Ben's announcing solution. Time to time the game up with the radio. Yeah, I love that. Again, I think Shannon, and I know Shannon has kind of lost it, uh, the, all that stuff, but Shannon and Rooney on the radio are incredible for home games. Uh, if you have the opportunity to listen to them while watching the game, uh, there isn't a better experience that you'll have as a Cardinal fan. From BRIC4, can you explain why the Fielding Bible Award is better than the Gold Glove? Because the Gold Glove is bullshit. It's been bullshit for years, and the Fielding Bible 
award uh, ignores offensive stats, it ignores sponsorship, and it just goes on data. That's why. Just that simple. Uh, McCarver is good in very small doses. I agree with John G24. Orioles winning the AL West would be an amazing thing. Uh, Danny Mac is canceled if he doesn't like you. Uh, Danny Mac's the best. Look, I, you're going to find that because of my personality, because I say crazy things, that maybe some of the more straight-laced parts of our community uh, aren't necessarily happy with me. And I understand that, and I respect that. Uh, we all like what we all like, and we all appreciate what we all appreciate. Uh, I'll tell you this. I put in as much work as anyone is, uh, that you'll hear talk. Uh, and I back up my stuff, and I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. And I hope that people appreciate that, and I hope that that's a cue that they take themselves. Uh, but I don't blame people like Dan McLaughlin for not liking me and other local media members. Uh, I'm I am an acquired taste, and I really appreciate that you guys have acquired my taste. Uh, Kyle, does Taylor Ward ever succeed? He'll be fine, Graham. Uh, why? Wait, uh, blah, blah, blah. I, I, for one, enjoy when the Cardinals are on ESPN. I don't mind them on ESPN. I just hate them on Sunday nights. Is there an off day tomorrow? Uh, I don't think so, but now you have me wondering. I always doubt myself. I have a, a crisis of confidence. And uh, so I've got to look. I didn't think there was. Yeah, no, they play at 12 tomorrow. That's right. The Padres have a good chance at signing Keuchel uh, as well and maybe even trading for another ace. Uh, yeah, so I look, uh, the Padres and the White Sox could both acquire Keuchel or Kimbrell and be in a good spot to contribute uh, to to, to uh, contend. And the fact that they don't really breaks my heart. Uh, concerned about Andrew Miller from Kareem Clips. I am concerned about Andrew Miller. I don't necessarily hold like he's going to be the Brett, the next Brett Cecil signing where Brett Cecil just blew up. I don't expect that out of Andrew Miller. But the Cardinals need Andrew Miller to be better than he was this weekend. Uh, the resistance is unstoppable. I agree. Uh, off on Tuesday. Oh, God, I wish I was off on... Oh, that's right. The Cardinals are off on Tuesday. A little ironic that he does a show with McKernan, though. Yeah, but here's the thing about Tim McKernan, right? Is he's established, and I'm just some asshole in front of a camera. Uh, remember, uh, a person's individual standing uh, takes him a long way, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not Tim McKernan. I'm not on the radio, so I'm just some jackass who's talking into a camera. Tim McKernan has sponsors, and uh, when you're the elite, you appreciate the elite. You don't appreciate the minions. Uh, off day is Tuesday. Uh, get a dog, bro. I lo looks like I'm doing nothing at work tomorrow. Yeah, I would really like for that to happen, too. Uh, AAA is going to save our team again. The Cardinals have a lot of depth, and I think that when the Cardinals construct their Major League roster, they assume that that depth is going to help them throughout the season. Uh, incorrect. They are off on Friday. That, there you go. So uh, I don't know what people are talking about. All right, so... We've been going for a little bit now. Uh, what do you think of Saxon, assuming Cards fans are dumb and don't know Goldie is good? I think that Mr. Saxon was responding to a group of the fans who were not happy with only Goldschmidt and still wanted Mr. Harper. Uh, I'm one of those fans, and he's right. I, I just think that we did a bad, and I, I include myself in this, I did a bad job of, like, when they traded for Paul Goldschmidt, I was like, that's not enough. And we're seeing why we said that, but we weren't doing a good job of our, a good job of articulating why Goldschmidt isn't enough, wasn't enough. And we're seeing it now, uh, and that's doing the articulating for us. And I think he's responding to that. He's not right, he's not wrong, and that's how I feel about that. Uh, as my cousin Charlie says, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and God damn it, uh, people like me. To all of you, uh, all of my birds, well, let me, let me do this. To my birds on the black people, right? Uh, we're at the point in the season where Nicholas Childress and Stu Styles are giving you the game reef caps. They're amazing. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. Check out birds on the black for that. Chirps with Alex Chrisafuli and Tyler Wellman. 
are amazing. They podcast weekly. Tara does the about uh, uh, the about last night, I think is what it is, and now I'm blanking because I'm an asshole. Those are amazing. Uh, my brother in arms, Cardinals Gift, is a beautiful man who I'm lucky to be able to associate with on a regular basis. Uh, everything he touches is gold. It really is. It's amazing. Uh, Chuck Brownson and Eric Manning are going to bring to you some stuff. Cards Cards wrote a season a recap or a season prep that was hilarious. I only got to read some of it. It was amazing. Uh, love it. Dennis is going to be a part of this at some point, I'm sure. Uh, but for all of my, my birds on the black family, I love you guys. Uh, uh, Jay Ferg says he's getting pulled over. Uh, Jay Ferg, uh, just put on pad. Put it on. Put it on, brother. Let him know that uh, I'm here. Uh, besides not signing Harper, what's your biggest gripe thus far? That's it. That's my biggest gripe. Uh, I think that some of the managerial decisions have been questionable, but I'm not going to get into the details there. I'm going to let Schilt grow from them. Uh, so to all of my birds and the black people, I raise my glass. I don't think I'm forgetting anything, anybody other than Adam Van Grack, who was doing some awesome stuff with the minor, minor's details. I love them. Which gives us to our last, our last thing. We had some questions here. Uh, besides not signing Harper, thanks for doing this every week, this offseason man. Take you some time off and recharge from Josh. Again, my little sabbatical won't be long. It'll be very, very short. We'll get back into prospects after dark in almost no time. Just need to take a little break, recharge, take in some minor league baseball, uh, which is like soothing for my soul, away from like commenting and all of that stuff. I uh, really want to go in the Rangers game this year in Texas and wear a freeze jersey. Ooh, I love it. Uh, the police will love Pat. I think so, too. A uh, good night from Costa Rica, Kyle and Pad Buddy. So, to all of my Pad people, look, I raise my glass. I love you. Uh, again, the Dirty 35 is up at Birds on the Black. Check that out. Uh, remember, the rosters for Springfield, Memphis, and Palm Beach will be coming out in the next week. Minor league games start on Thursday. Go get you some. Uh, enjoy it. Love it. Minor league baseball is a very, very amazing throwback. Uh, in Memphis... On the Dirty 35, the top 10, you're going to have Lane Thomas and Henesis Cabrera and Ryan Helsley. And in uh, uh, Springfield, you're going to have the amazing Dylan Carlson and the amazing Aliras Montero, uh, Evan Kurchinski. Uh, I've been told Evan Mendoza is going to Memphis. I haven't heard a final for sure yet. Uh, you know, you're going to have Casey Meisner. Elledge, Seth Elledge should be in Memphis. Like, the top of the organization, the full season affiliates are going to be loaded. Really, really enjoy yourself. Watch them if you can. Go to those stadiums if you're close. Uh, I, I can't wait. Look, you guys know what I said at the beginning of the year. Dylan Carlson is poised for a breakout this year. And it's been fun to hear Dan McLaughlin talk about him on the the, the broadcast. Like, he's going to break out. It's fun to be ahead of the curve on that stuff. Uh, expect a, a, slow, a potential slow start at Springfield for Dylan Carlson. But by the end of the year, him finally breaking out power-wise. Uh, look, there are so many good prospects in the Cardinals organization. Those games start on Thursday. You're going to get to follow them. Read my write-up on Birds on the Black, at Birds on the Black, of the Peoria roster. Uh, I love that. I, it's a powerful roster. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, but as I ramble on and on, just one last time, I want to thank my Prospects After Dark people. Uh, all of you who are still in here, everyone who's come through throughout the night. I love each and every one of you. I did this weekly, and I do this weekly for you. We're going to take maybe a week break. Maybe a seven-day, ten-day break, and we're going to get right back at it. I just need a little time to get my mind right, uh, recharge, and think about the future of Prospect After Dark, uh, which isn't true at all. I just want to break uh, as Little League fires up and all that stuff. So to all of my Prospects After Dark people, if you watch this, if you're listening to this, you're part of the resistance, I raise my glass to you. Uh, you're the true magic people in our family, uh, and I love you.
Other than that, remember, I, I've said it 45 times now in the last 10 minutes. Minor league games start on Thursday. Memphis, Springfield, Palm Beach, and Peoria. Nothing but exciting times ahead of us from a baseball fan standpoint. If you can get to any of those places, get to them, enjoy, find your prospect, have fun hunting them and making them your own. Uh, to everyone who says hello and thank you so much to you, thank you. I can't, uh, I can't show my appreciation enough other than to show you my anus. And I'm not going to show you my anus. We're going to save that for the night we come back. Uh, so for everybody at Prospects After Dark, uh, everybody at Birds on the Black, again, this might be my last chance to say it for a little bit. I just want to say that to be able to be affiliated with a group like Birds on the Black is the ultimate honor of maybe my lifetime. Uh, I don't really have a lot of great things that happen to me. Uh, they're few and far between, and I kind of do that by design in a weird way. I don't know. There's this masochistic side of me. Anyways, uh, the people at Birds on the Black are magical. They're amazing. Uh, when Cards Gifts reach out to me last uh, a Black Friday a year, two years ago, a year and a half ago, whatever it was, uh, I didn't think I was worthy of it. Didn't want to give up on my family at the Redbird Daily, and I just feel so uh, damn lucky to be a part of the Birds on the Black family. And uh, it'd be hard to move on from them, I know that much. So, uh, for every, from uh, uh, Max Atloff, I love you too. Uh, for everybody at Birds on the Black, everybody at Prospects After Dark, uh, thank you for listening to this. You're part of the resistance if you did. Uh, and again, just one final reminder, the reason we say happy hunting at the end of all of this is it gives you the opportunity, it reminds you to find your prospects, look for them, research, uh, enjoy them, hunt for them. I get to know them, make them your own. That's what I did all those years ago. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. And uh, I, I love you guys. That's all I've got to say. So as always, happy freaking hunting family.